your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. It's 23 minutes past nine. I was quite shocked yesterday when I saw on the Facebook page of uh, Port Stephens State MP Kate Washington the situation going on up with our oyster growers. Now, entire areas of oyster leases have been wiped out in, uh, in Port Stephens because QX... It's, uh, it's a deadly disease and it was first detected in Port Stephens estuaries on the 27th of August 2021. Surveillance following this initial detection revealed the presence of QX at low prevalence at that point in time in three main growing areas, Karua River, Oyster Cove and Tilligree Creek. Now, member for Port Stephens, Kate Washington, says that leases are being affected with 100% stock losses from Karua and Swan Bay and, of course, around Tilligree Creek. She joins me on the line now. Good morning and welcome, Kate. Morning, Tracy. This is quite shocking and heartbreaking. It really is, you know, a case of what's next for these poor oyster growers up there in Port Stephens. Well, that's the question on all of their minds. As you said, it is a really shocking situation. Uh, We've got oyster farmers now trying to make some very difficult decisions about what their future looks like. Do they walk away from the industry? Some of them are fifth-generation farmers. Or do they hang in there in the hope that a plan can can work out but those plans take a lot of time oysters take time to grow mm. years so the future is really is really difficult Kate as i said this was first detected in august of last year were plans put in place to to try and prevent this or is this just a natural evolution based upon how slow the the oysters grow uh, i I know that fisheries have been working closely with the industry, but this has not, they haven't been able to prevent its spread and it's likely to continue. And so our estuary is in crisis. We've had about a third of our local growing areas uh, lost already and it's likely to be elsewhere. So all of the 41 oyster farmers in our area are now looking to see what, you know, trying to work out Mm. whether or not they their business can survive and whether the local industry can survive. It just seems to be that, that continually these poor oyster farmers, I mean, I know for as long as I've been uh, aware of the oyster industry up in uh, in Port Stephens, they just seem to get hit with one one disaster after a next after a next. It's got to be wearing on them. Oh, it is. It, this is really breaking hearts. Uh, they are laying off workers who are, you know, part of their families. Uh, they are trying to work out if they can keep their houses right now because to walk away from a lease is expensive. You have to clean up your lease area. To stay is expensive. So these, there are, you know, they're literally between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. They are really trying to work out how they pay their mortgages now. It's just heartbreaking. Now, I know you've met with uh, with Cole Brother Oysters and XL Oysters and, uh, you know, you've been up there, you've seen what's going on. How are they actually coping? It, it really is the decision of, well, you know, do we go out backwards? Do we fight? What do we do? And there is no solution because there is no way to get rid of this. 
No, well, there's certainly a lot of uh, discussions being had and constructive discussions about how uh, what the future can look like. And so those uh, that's being had with fisheries who are being supportive of our local farmers. Um, I've also this week made sure that the Minister for Agriculture knows exactly how dire the situation here is in Port Stephens mm. because there are fees that could be waived, levies okay. that could be waived, grants mm. that could be expedited with a plan that has been hatched to hopefully access stock that could go in the water. But again, that will take time to grow uh, and it's stock that would be disease resistant, uh, hopefully. Hopefully. It, it's just incredible. I just don't know what more these uh, these guys can take. It is just incredible. You've had a tough few days. This is the second time in a week I've spoken to you between the, uh, the Williamtown Special Activation Zone, the Oysters, PFAS. You're having, you're having a tough time of it up there. Well, <laughs> well I'll also add... Um, the town, like the loss of the oyster farmers, uh, or the losses that they're experiencing, mm. has deep impacts in community. So Good. I've been up in Karua, and it's a town where you've got very little industry. It, it people visit Karua based on the oysters that you can get straight from the water there. Those oysters haven't been sold now for months and months, and so you've got a shop that's closed on the front on the main street now. You've got workers losing jobs and then in Karua, you know, adding to the list of things of discussion this week the before and after school care announced it was walking away and close, shutting up shop. You've, you've got towns that depend on these industries that are really, you know, this is, this is going to be felt very deeply across many areas in Port Stephens. Are you confident that the uh, Minister for Agriculture is hearing, is listening, is aware of what is happening up here? Yes. Uh, well, so far, so good. And I will be uh, meeting again with uh, them next mm. week because I want to uh, follow up on mm. some of the conversations we had this week because I need to keep them on their toes because time is of the essence yeah. in terms of finding solutions for this. Well, the bills keep coming in, don't they? The the oyster farmers have still got to pay their wages. They've still got to pay their house mortgages. They've still got to go and buy groceries. It's not stopping Correct. just because the, the, the system is so slow. Correct. And uh, if they're... If the solution is uh, hopefully getting more stock in mm. the water, then it needs to get in as soon as possible so that, you know, hopefully in a year's time, some income might start flowing. But that's what it looks like at the moment. Mm. They've already, a lot of them have already been without income for some time. And as you said, they've, they've been hit by a number of other issues with floods. Um, and it's, <laughs> the, the challenge is, massive uh, and they will need assistance so I'm going to be keeping on the pressure with the government to ensure that we've got a we've got an industry that survives because the oyster farming here the roots and the history are deep and long mm. and uh, and we want to make sure that we can keep growing oysters selling oysters and keep that keep that tradition and the industry alive here in Port Stephens. Kate, when you refer to uh, to bringing oysters in, would they come from um, from de the Department of Fisheries? Do they have oysters ready to go that we can drop into the water? Uh, no, and uh, <laughs> so there are different suppliers of stock for um, for oysters, and the baby oysters are called spat, um, <laughs> and they they are they've been. 
they are available. Uh, they may have to come from Tassie. That's mm. the latest uh, thinking. Um, so there's there's a number of different alternative plans that are being discussed uh, and they just want to ensure that where they where these plans land they give the most the greatest chance of success look fingers crossed um, please keep uh, keep us across this one because its ramifications are enormous not only to uh to the, the actual oyster farmers, but to the tourist industry, to uh, all of the supplying industries around the uh, the oyster farmers up there. And it's, uh, it's a really important issue and we've got to stay on top of it. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Thanks, Tracy. Let's, yeah, let's try and catch up when there's a, a positive story. What do you think? <laughs> Can we? Can we? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it would be. You have a lovely weekend. Stay warm and, uh, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. Bye. That is Kate Washington, who is the state MP for Port Stephens. And it really is a tragic situation up there at the moment. If you're not across the story, please go to Kate Washington's Facebook page. You will see uh, the details up there. But it is QX. It is uh, Queensland Unknown is the official title for the disease that is uh, taking over our oysters at the moment up there. And uh, there has to be a way forward for these poor farmers. It's just, uh, it's the last. They they really don't need another nail in the coffin. They really don't. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.